0: Welcome to Healing Begins. My name is Pastor Gail Kroc, and I'm glad you're listening. And tonight, I have a special guest on the program. Say hi, Karen. Hi. So, Karen is going to join me, and we're going to talk about the holidays, Thanksgiving and Christmas. And we're going to talk about the joyful times of the holidays. And then we're going to talk about the other side of it how people are really struggling during the holidays. So, Growing up, I have a fond memory about Christmas time, things we used to do when I was a little kid. Now you got to understand, I am uh, like sixty-one years old. How old are you, Karen? Fifty-six. You never ask a woman <laughs> her age. That's what we've always been told. But to let you know a little bit how old we are and kind of that. But I grew up in a little called in a little uh, country village named Diamond Springs. So. Whenever there was Thanksgiving, see, my grandma had 13 kids. So Thanksgiving was a huge event. I mean, we would go over to like, uh, when it was either at our house or it was at my brother's house in Hamilton. And we'd have a huge Thanksgiving spread. I mean, you talk all the fixings. Man, it was like, oh. How was your Thanksgiving, Karen? Pretty much the
1: same. Our family, uh, I've come from a family of seven So our get-togethers, Thanksgiving, Christmas, yes, um, packed. And now, like when we get together, all these kids, we have kids, they're married, grandkids, cousins. And so it's like about 80-something people when we get together.
0: Well, my grandma has so many kids that when we would do a family reunion, there'd be over 200 people that would show up. Wow. So there was a lot of people. Then one of my real fond events, like about Christmas, and I don't think they, they do this anymore, but we were in a farming community and the church was the center of that community. So most of the people that lived on the road, down the road from us, down the road from our church was all our relation was all our related to us in one way or another. So it was really fun. We would all pile in our cars, the whole group of us and we would go Christmas caroling and we would show up at somebody's house and we began to sing joy to the world or silent night or whatever we began to sing and the, the lights would come on in the house and they'd open the door and we'd be singing and then there man, there was a lot of people doing this we probably had 10 20 people and then when we were done they invited us in a, their home we either got candy they had made or popcorn balls and i remember this so finally now i've got to believe they had a little heads up notice that we were coming Mm -hmm. back then i just thought it was amazing right did you guys do that growing up
1: well when you say popcorn balls we used to make popcorn balls too that's kind of
0: (laughs) (laughs) and they were they were really delicious and then of course my mom I mean, Christmas was a bad time to have a resolution to lose weight, let me tell you, We had chocolate in abundance, goodies in abundance. I mean, we were not rich, but we lived on a farm, so we had everything we needed. Did you have all the chocolates, the cookies and the goodies, Garen?
1: Oh, yeah, we did, we did. We, um, lots and lots of food, um, and as as growing up, we actually played lots of games. May it be um, card games, board games after a meal, um, to charades, and we used to like the girls against the guys, and we used to make up our own um, topics or whatever we were going to have the other the guys do. So it was quite fun. We did that way. I mean, I mean until like after midnight. It was lots of fun. And
0: then I remember going to the church too. This is one of my fond memories. So. We had a church that I think it was built in like in the 1800s sometime and it had a steeple that went up 50, 60, 70 feet. And then on top of the steeple was a cross that went another 30, 40 feet in the air and it was connected by wires. And then there would be a light that would shine on the cross. And from the entire community, you could see that white cross in the sky It was up there really high. And then our at our church, we called our pastor the Domini. That's a Dutch word for pastor. So about an hour before Sunday school, see, in the top of the steeple, there was this huge bell. And an hour before Sunday school, he would begin to ring that bell. And you could hear that church bell ring from all over the community. And we knew it was time to get up, get ready to go to church now. Some of us naughty kids like me, We would climb up into the church steeple and mess around with the bell. And sometimes we'd like to grab that cord and ring the bell. But you had to be careful you didn't flip the bell at the same time. The bell was absolutely huge. And I was so sad when we built a new church because that old church was so much fun. It's part of the old Christmas nostalgia. And then we would do Christmas plays at church where... There was all the infamous Christmas plays. did you do that?
1: Yes, we did actually um came from a little bit about ba- different background than you. Um, we as a family did not go to church, but I had a grandmother that um, we went with here and there, but I remember doing Christmas plays at my grandmother's church, um uh, me and my cousins, and it was so much fun I, I mean, just I was um a gift actually. <laughs> i'm coming out of the gift box but yeah we had so much fun um with um doing the plays and singing songs we would actually um all of our my brothers and sisters we were growing up my grandmother would always have us sing christmas songs before we open up the gifts at her house so it
0: was fun do you have a favorite christmas song karen and by the way Karen didn't know she was going to be on the radio with me tonight, <laughs> so this is like off the cuff. Do you have a favorite Christmas song?
1: You know, I'm a joy person, so I I mean, joy to the world. I love all the Christmas songs. Um, yeah, I I love all the Christmas songs. My favorite yeah. is
0: Oh Holy Night. Oh, uh, especially when someone... Not me, because I don't have a great voice to sing. Yeah, you, yeah. I'll make y'all turn off the radio if I sung right now. But Oh Holy Night," the stars are brightly shining, mm. is one of my favorite Christmas songs.
1: I have um, "Mary, Did You Know." Oh yes, I like yes. Yeah, not maybe not as younger, but as now, I love love that song. "Mary, Did You Know?"
0: I also love to listen to the Trans Siberian Orchestra as they play the carols. Mm. And they Have you heard of them?
1: I have. yes. they
0: are amazing. As they, during Christmas time, and I remember the Christmas movies. Did you have any favorite Christmas movies you watched?
1: Um, I like the newer ones, like Elf. <laughs> <laughs> I know my husband, on the other hand, will watch the Christmas Story. Yes, we over like that and over and over again. But that's yep. just not one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs>
0: For us, Christmas was not about the tree, was not about the gifts. It was about Christ coming to earth who as a savior of the world. You know, uh, mm-hmm. my favorite Christmas scripture is Isaiah 9, 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor Mighty God, everlasting Father, in the mm. Prince of Peace. This is one of my favorites.
1: I really, um, we didn't have this growing up, but um, as I'm, being a mom, I wanted to uh, celebrate Jesus's birthday and make the true reason for the season right um so we would actually um do either a cake or a um a christmas cookie cake and um sing happy birthday to jesus so
0: we did the same thing did we ya? did yeah. my wife dawn she made sure that there was a when the kids were younger there was a birthday cake for jesus and we would yeah blow out the candle and celebrate his birth and the day he came to Earth was a life-changing, hell-shaking event, mm-hmm. and so, and I remember being in church and listening to the Christmas story being read. Oh, there's another movie, Christmas Story, with little Ralphie. Have you watched the Red Rider okay, BB gun? That's gone?
1: the one I was referring to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, that's oh. the one. Yeah, my husband. Don't you try out? Don't you try <laughs> out? Cold.
0: I love, I love, uh, I love the. Um, <laughs> when his dad gets so mad and he's gonna swear but all he can go is "Ah, you know he's so mad because the dogs got in and dumped the turkey over and for a number of years you know what we did for christmas we went out for chinese oh dear and no instead (laughs) of making it a day where my wife had to cook everything
1: oh okay
0: we would go out we did this for a number of years we went out for chinese I actually like that. That was kind of fun, um, you know. So many times, you know, the wife feels like she has to make all this food. Yeah. And it's really stressful sometimes. And we're going to get into the stress of the holidays too. We're just having fun right now.
1: Yeah. I think one from coming from a big family and getting together is that um we had a couple people do like ham or a turkey and then everybody brought a dish so it wasn't on one person. So we as uh, we hosted um, the get-togethers for years at our house, and that was, yeah, you know, we got our house ready, and others just brought some dishes, so it made it a little bit easier. But what I was thinking of uh, traditions of uh, growing up and fun things to do is I would always, um, I'd like to take my kids out and drive in the neighborhood and see all the Christmas oh,
0: lights. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. You, you Battle Creek has the Festival of Lights. Mm. And every year, I would take my kids, I have two children, a boy and a girl, April and TJ, and we would go down to the Festival of Lights and we would walk, and then some of the lights are put to music where they go on and off isn't that beautiful?
1: Yeah, we have back, well back home, um, just over the border, but Toledo has, the zoo actually has lights for, lights at the zoo. I don't know if they do the hearing um, at the zoo or not, but it's pretty fun as well. I uh, still don't
0: tell anybody. But I still walk through the lights. And when mm. we get down to Kellogg's, there's a whole group of trees with bright red lights. Yeah. I just love it. All the lights. It brings back memories, good memories of yeah. Christmas. And, you know, having talked about the good memories, you know, we know there are people out there listening today who is probably saying, sounds like you had an awful great Christmas nothing went wrong at your house or Mm -hmm. you didn't experience any tragedies during your holidays which I thank God I didn't but you know during this time of year there are people um there are people that are suffering from an anxiety depression grief loneliness and and some people just hate the holidays and so We want to, I'm going to have Karen give you the suicide prevention line. You know, in case that you're out there and you're suffering like that, um, you need to know there's a number you can call. There's someone you can talk to. So, Karen, can you?
1: Yeah, it's 1-800-273-8255. Again, 1-800-273-TALK or 8255.
0: Yeah, it's so important that we know there's a place we can go or talk to especially if we're feeling suicidal because whether you understand it or not and i hope you do understand this that you are valuable and that you may not feel loved like right not right now and you may not feel like anyone knows where you're at but you're important yeah. and you, your life matters and you know
1: i was just thinking too is just like when you're having those those feelings right um mm-hmm. Of loneliness depression and you know those thoughts reach out to someone reach out to someone don't listen to the lies of like hey no one cares about you Um, that's a lie from the enemy Um, reach out to a family member um, some your church uh, a neighbor um, a friend um, yeah and don't just yeah isolate yourself
0: and don't listen to the lie that, oh, everybody's just too busy. I'm going to be a bother, you know. If you have a pastor, give your pastor a call. Yeah. If you Maybe you're part of a synagogue, you know, give your rabbi a call. I don't know where you're at. Mm-hmm. I don't know what your spiritual connections are. But whatever it is, reach out to someone. Reach out to a, a friend that you know, that knows how to pray. And say, hey, I'm struggling. Can you please pray for me, you know, the enemy comes in and says, oh, no one wants to hear from you, you're not important, but that's exactly what we need to do, right?
1: Right, absolutely. Reach out, um, yeah, don't listen to the enemies. If you're having that thought of, um, those negative thoughts and any of those negative thoughts that we just talked about, um, just be aware that that's the enemy and just take the step, pick up the phone, Um, and reach out and I just even as we were sharing as big families get-togethers we love the more people the more merrier that's how we always thought and we would at times growing up that we would have um, somebody a neighbor or somebody that was going to be alone for the holidays like come on over come on over so yeah don't listen to the enemy
0: oh that's a really good point the other thing is maybe there's a get-together you've been invited to yeah but you're resisting going hey don't let your emotions rule you during this time. Step outside of your comfort zone. Go to that get together. Be a part. And I'll say to this you'll be glad that you did if you just go because you need to be with people and don't be isolated. Because in the isolation, in the quietness, in the darkness is where the enemy really mm-hmm. tries to come with the oppression. Maybe you should love, Karen, will you uh, lift up a prayer a minute for those that feel oppressed right now?
1: Yeah. First of all, um, Lord, we just love you so much. We just thank you and praise you. And we just, um, yeah, we just rebuke oppression. We say you have to leave in Jesus' name. And, Lord, we just ask that you just come. Feel whoever is listening right now. Just fill them up with your presence, your love. Help them to feel your loving arms wrapped around them, Lord. Um, Yeah, we just come against any lies that the enemy is speaking to them um, during this time. And Lord, that you just replace it with what's true, what's true. And um, yeah, we just ask for peace. Come in Jesus' name. A peace that transcends all understanding. Guard their hearts in mind, in Christ Jesus. Lord, we just ask for a fresh feeling of your joy, bubbling up, overflowing of joy that comes from you. So, Lord, yeah, we just ask blessings, um, protection from the enemy, and provision, Lord, and most of all, peace. We just thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Well, Amen, amen. That was a great prayer. You know, when you were praying, what came to my mind is there's Maybe people that will be listening that lost a child during the holidays. And now you're in the holidays and Christmas is the last, or Thanksgiving or Christmas is the last thing you want to celebrate. Well, I have a word from heaven for you. It's Psalms 34 verse 18, which says, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and he saves those that are crushed in spirit. And if if you're suffering tonight and you've lost a child, and it probably doesn't help to hear that your child's in heaven with Jesus because you want your child here. You want, it, you want them here with you mm-hmm. in the here and now. It's good to know where our children are at in heaven and stuff. But hey, I want my kid with me now not to know they're in heaven. Um, I'm just going to say, you know, reach out to someone, maybe call a grief counselor or call a friend that you know that's been through something very similar to what you're going through and let them know that you're really struggling. I think it's really important that you get help. If you're under depression, anxiety, anxiety. if you're suicidal, check yourself into a hospital ER. You're valuable and valuable to others a lot more than you realize. This is very, very real during the holidays.
1: Yeah, I just I think that we're weren't we were not we were not made to be left alone, right? And to reach out, like as Pastor was saying, um, reach out to someone. Tell them that you're having these thoughts, that you're in a battle, and that's what we're here for: is to to um, to help us help them fight, right? To be to be prayed for mm. and um, to be encouraged. So yeah, reach out.
0: You know the scripture Isaiah sixty-one verses one through three. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to keep reading in a minute. I pray that God would bind up your broken heart to proclaim freedom for the captives and the release from darkness for the prisoners. And I pray right there that if you feel like you're being bound in the darkness or that the darkness is overwhelming you, I pray that Jesus, the light of the world, would pierce your darkness and help you during this season. And he says to comfort those who mourn, to provide for those that grieve in Zion, to bestow upon them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of despair. You might say well, kind of hard for me to believe. But I pray for you today that you would get the oil of gladness. The oil of gladness would come upon you. Instead of despair, I pray that you would receive the garment of praise or in some versions it says a spirit of heaviness. I pray that the heaviness that you're feeling right now, I pray that that heaviness would be lifted in Jesus' The Bible calls you the one who wants to bear our burdens. And I pray that you would bear people's burdens that are suffering during the holidays. Lord, we had exciting times growing up, but sometimes you go through a a time of exciting times and then trauma happens or something traumatic happens. And now now holidays, all of a sudden, instead of being a joyful time, Become a sad time for you.
1: I can't, I was just thinking, Gail, as even as um, empty nesters, right? That's a transition, I mm-hmm. think, sometimes harder for us um, moms. Um, but both is that transition of you know we celebrate the holidays together, and and it's different. So we kind of going through even like a grieving loss of like not having because they got married and they're off celebrating with the. Love and law, oh, love laws, in laws, right? want I mean, yeah. to call them, um, right? They have other things they're doing, and so even in that transition, it, it can cause, um, you know, depression and stuff too. So, um, yeah, just reaching out.
0: Yes, amen. There's a lot of things that go on during the holidays, and uh, we want you to know that you're not alone. And even as we wind up this program. I want to give the suicide prevention phone number. Can you give that number again, Karen? Sure.
1: 1-800-273-8255. And that's 1-800-273-TALK, T-A-L-K.
0: So if you're in trouble today or tonight and you're hurting, make the phone call. Hey, we want to go. I want to go out. We want to go out praying for you. Lord Jesus, we just spend this time rejoicing over your birth coming to come into earth. You were the light that pierced the darkness in this dark world. And you came to bring us salvation, hope, and eternal life. And I pray right now for those that are out there today that you would somehow during this season break through the darkness with a ray of light, with your light, with your hope, with your peace. And I pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that you would let people know that they're not alone alone. Lord, you are Jehovah-Rohi. You are God, our shepherd. And I pray that these good tidings would go to those that are listening tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. I thank you for listening to Healing Begins. And I pray that you would know you are not alone. And if you need help, call the Suicide Prevention Hotline. God bless you and have a good night.